Did I turn it on? Yeah, you had me. I praise the Lord for this. I'm not sure who did this this morning. I didn't see Miss Janice, so thank you so much. Um, if you have your Bible, 2 Kings chapter 6 is where I will be today. This, as I always say, is Job Security Sunday for Pastor Wayne. This is to let you know how good our pastor really is when I get up and speak. Um, he has had a, had a good week off. He tells me, he said the trip's been great. So I praise the Lord that him and Miss Joan got some time to just rest and relax. Um, today, I hope to inspire you just a little bit and remind us that we have a reason to be confident in God. So hopefully you'll be comforted today, but then at the very end, hopefully you'll be challenged to walk through the doors that God is wanting you to walk through. As always, this is a challenge for me. Public speaking is never my strong suit. Um, I call them big people to the students or the kiddos downstairs. I tell them all the time, I say, man, big people just scare me. I said, so when you look at me with them eyes, like, it's like, I feel your pain. So uh, this morning, uh, we're going to talk about the prophet Elisha. He was a threat to the enemy. And whenever somebody's a threat to the enemy, there will always be attack dispatched against the person to try to minimize their effectiveness. And uh, just to give you a quick tidbit, like in the youth groups and stuff that's going on, so people that know, um, this year we've already had two students uh, come forward. Last year we had eight total the whole year, but this year we've had two students come to me this year already. Um, it was actually the first Wednesday of the school year. Uh, talking about suicidal thoughts and, and temptations. and um, So attempting to lead these students in the right path. Stuff has changed so much. and um, You know, when you start looking into the studies and, and how it all works, you know, it, it tells us that women are so much more, or females are so much more likely to attempt it. But when guys attempt it, they're so more likely to succeed. Um, they just go at a crazy higher risk for some reason. Um, but no matter who it is or, or who the person might be, we can never take it lightly. But to be fearless is a challenge in our day. To be fearless, to walk through your schools, to let people know who you are and what you're about. You know, we, we've got a it seems like we got a phase after a phase after a phase. I was talking to some high school teachers, and um, it seems like this year the, the phase in the high school is, is to uh, say you're, you're either gay or lesbian for a year to experiment, see what's going on, and then after that year's up, you know, to, to come back the next year and just be completely changed, or, or if you've liked it, to stay that way. And these kids are just getting hammered with this pressure, and who makes this stuff up? I don't know. You know, it was the same way when we were in school. Um, but to be like the prophet Elisha, to always be that threat to the enemy, is amazing. And our youth group, uh, not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, it was a rough night. I thought, God, devil, get out of here. You, ain't, you don't belong here. I don't want you here. Get gone. And, you know, you tell him that in the name of Jesus, it plainly tells us he's got to go. He can't hang around. So I praise the Lord for my Savior this morning. And uh, no matter what we face, 
He's always there. So in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15. 2 Kings 6, 15. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Now, Elisha is so cool under pressure. When I started reading this, I was like, man, he didn't panic. He's not, a, he don't have the sweaty palms like I got right now. I mean, Elisha was the man. He was on, he was on his game. Uh, he's surrounded by enemies. He was surrounded by evil. He was surrounded by darkness, surrounded by injustice. And Elisha's response in verse 16 can just, it, it just kind of blows me away. He says, so we answer, do not fear. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Sometimes we may be overwhelmed by enemy forces, but we're not outnumbered. We're not the first to have the struggles that we're going against. Jesus Christ took everything that we face upon our shoulders. And he gave it all. And I praise the Lord he rose again so that one day we won't have to fight some of the things that we fight. Sometimes we won't have to hurt the way we have, that we hurt. And no matter what we're going through, I try to tell myself sometimes there's probably always somebody out there that's probably my age that's worse off than I am. I've tried to start getting in a little bit of shape. I can't figure it out. I try to start doing right. Start gaining weight. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. That's all right. So no matter what struggle you're going through, realize that the Lord is always with you. You hear people say sometimes these days, or I do, it's never been worse in our country. But to be honest, I'm not sure how that could be true. When I think about all the conflict that people have faced in, in the past and the stuff that I've read in the scripture, I'm not sure that the conflict has gotten any worse. But the context of that conflict has definitely changed. And if we can say social media, I call it Facebook. A lot of people call it Facebook. But that stuff, man, yeah, it can be used for, for great things. But if we're not careful, it can be used for so many bad things. There are times that we live in now, people, what scares me about the social media is when people get mad. It's so easy to run behind a screen and text out all that garbage or the junk that's really laying on your heart. Because what we put in is eventually going to come out. And it's so easy to get behind a screen, especially for students. Man, they're evil. I mean, kids are just, they're mean. And I love them to death. But they're rotten. I mean, they'll see somebody's shirt they don't like. like dude, that's ugly. And you know, that person they put on this morning, they're liking that shirt. And now they're hating that shirt. Like, why did my mom buy me this? And kids are, they're, they're rotten. But how great they can be for the Lord. And the stance that they can take in their schools. And if we can get back to realize that, man, Elisha was under pressure. He was in darkness. He was covered up. It was coming down on him. But he did not fear. 
you know, so many times coaching basketball, I can't help but reference that. I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Facing the Giants and how those coaches attempt to try the attempt to try tie in the gospel with their practices and that type of stuff. And we do that. Or I do that. I don't want to throw my other coaches under the bus with me. But there's no way I can take a chance as long as I'm there to tell them what I know. Now that might take about eight seconds. But I'm going to pour into them the best I can. So as we go through these times, I ask that you help me be like Elisha because I know in a lot of people's eyes, it's not the thing to do. Some people say, no, you're there to coach basketball. But far greater than that, I'm there to be a child of the king because that's what I've been called to do. Man's panic does not produce God's power. So when we panic... We're not producing anything for the Lord. We get to the point where Elisha's basically saying that pray before we post. Elisha for something bigger than an immediate enemy. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And how great that is to know that the strength of our Lord is so much greater. No matter what the devil can bring our way, the strength that he will bless us with, the faith, the reassurance, Maybe, I, I don't know everybody's circumstance, but maybe you're going through this week and you got a doctor's appointment coming up. And I know when we found out back in 2007 that my wife had cancer, it wasn't a, something you really want to hear. But through faith, he will get you through those times. And no matter what, what, you're, what you're battling, God is bigger. We cannot be afraid. Elisha teaches us the presence of trouble does not probe the absence of God, but it provides the opportunity for people of God to prove in the darkness that we proclaim the light. There was a shirt this week worn by a student to Anderson County High School, and you go to him and you say, man, is that not against dress code? Because, you know, you can't wear anything with like an alcoholic name on it or, or a, a smoking thing on it, and there's just so much you can't wear. And uh, it was a picture of a church. It was a, it was a black shirt. And it was a picture of a church all in white. And it had flames all around it. And it just said, stay lit. And you go to him and say, man, is that shirt? Can, there's no way that shirt's good. He says, we've never had to cross that bridge. We don't. It's, it's fine. You can wear it every day and we can't say nothing. And I thought, jeez. Want to burn a church on a t-shirt. So I'm getting these pictures from these kids of this shirt. And I challenged two of the older males in the group. And I said, do me a favor. He said, what? I said, go up to this young man and be nice about it. I said, and let's turn that shirt around. He said, what? I said, go up to him and just tell him, man, you, you hope and pray the church stays lit and that the fire shines so bright. And, and man, that the people of God were just being called to do and, and he went up and he started telling this young man that. He's like, he texted me, he's like, B, he's getting frustrated. I said, pray that God works and don't say nothing out of line. And even if it's that shirt that was getting everybody all tore up, 
Bobby went up to him and said, hey, we need to work on this shirt. Now, let's be honest. Bobby's just like me. There's plenty of things that he's done wrong because he's a male. And us males, we like to mess it up. But for that moment, he attempted to get it right. And for whatever moment that you're in, can we be like Elisha? Can we stand and be calm, cool, and collective and realize that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is who he says he is? Sometimes what not to do is important than what to do. Don't be afraid is one of the most repeated commands in the Bible. There must be something that God knows about the fear that we do not. We are in a state of fear that we cannot fix anything. When we are in a state of fear, we can't talk about anything. When we are in a state of fear, we can't solve anything. Elisha provides a counterexample in the midst of all this. Don't do it. Don't do it. Elisha said, that's not real if you only see it on the surface. but can't fix the source. Sometimes I have definitely been guilty of looking at things on the surface, thinking this is way too big. There is no way I can do this. But with the Lord's help, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. We can walk through our jobs proclaiming the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We can carry our Bible wherever we please. We're not to the point where we have to run and hide to try to have church. We're supposed to live out loud. That's what we've been called to do. As they come forward, if you'll please put verse 16 up. This is the part. So he answered, do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. This morning, do you really know what fear does? There's a great song out. Besides fearless, it's called Fear is a Liar. And fear just wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But it's not a power that's been put inside of us. The only way we can get that is if we allow it to enter. We have to make the choice to let fear to step in. Life is tough. I'm supposed to be fearless of a dad of two girls, knowing how us boys can be. And I've been called to be fearless, and that's tough. Because I know how rotten we can be. Because I'm a male. I've walked through those shoes. But I don't know what your fear is this morning. But here's your chance to whatever it is to lay it down at the Lord's feet and tell him, say, God, I don't want to carry this anymore. You're much bigger than me. Please take this fear. Good morning. 
All right, in case you've not figured it out, this is definitely Job Security Sunday for Pastor Wayne. He is on vacation. He will be back with us next week. So if you're visiting, please come back and uh, and get the real good stuff next week. <laughs> uh, if you have your Bibles, we'll be in 2 Kings chapter 6 this morning. Uh, today, Lord willing, I hope to inspire you, to remind you that of a reason we can have confidence in God and hopefully to comfort you today and then challenge you when it's all said and done. Today we'll be talking about the prophet Elisha. Elisha, the more I read about him, he's a, he's a pretty cool guy. He uh, He's a threat to the enemy wherever he went. The enemy did not like him. And anytime there's a a threat, as you all know, the enemy is going to attempt to take you down. The enemy is going to attempt to attack you. He's going to attempt to destroy you. The enemy just wants you to be quiet. Um, and I praise the Lord that that my daughters can get up here and sing because if it wasn't for this table right here, I, <laughs> I'd be laid out on the floor. So I thank you, church, for this this table right here. Um. But if you're there, Second Kings chapter 6, we'll be starting in verse 15. Let's pray and then we'll get in this word. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. God, we thank you for the what the choir has brought. God, for what the congregation has brought this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, God, and we thank you, God, just for all the amazing singing. And, and Lord, we thank you for the, uh, the eternal gift that you've blessed us with of salvation. God, that one day if we'll just call upon your name, that you'll enter our hearts, dear Heavenly Father, and we can spend eternity with you. And God, that we can just seek you with everything that we got. And God, we are honored to be called your children. And God, we thank you for this church and God for the vision it has, dear Heavenly Father, God, to reach the world. And God, as it starts right here in this community, God, help us to be the light. We know the enemy is going to come because we don't want to be quiet. We want to be fearless. So God, we ask you go before us. We go that you start pricking those hearts, dear Heavenly Father, so when that your word is presented, God, that they will walk through the door and know you as Savior. God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Second Kings chapter 6, verse 15 says, And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? The great thing about Elisha is he is so cool under pressure. Now, I'll be honest, I kind of feel some pressure standing up here and my hands are soaked. My back starting to sweat, I'm telling you, I feel some pressure. I wish I had that presence that Elisha had, you know, that, that just, but I, I, I've not got there yet. And that's okay because I don't ever want to take this moment for granted. But Elisha was surrounded by enemies. He was surrounded by evil. He was surrounded by darkness. And he was surrounded by injustice. But Elisha's response in verse 16 is pretty amazing. The way he just looks at it right in the face. and just says, So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And so many times we can get caught up and we forget. There are so many with us. Sometimes we are maybe too quiet. When we should be vocal. 
just to give you a quick tidbit of kind of where we're at, like with the youth group, some of the trials and temptations that our students face. Um, and thank you tremendously, whoever did this. Thank you. The very first Wednesday when school started back, I had two students come up to me that very night and look at me and say, hey, Brad, I just want you to know uh, I've been dealing a lot with suicidal thoughts and I'm just tired and I don't really care if I go on anymore. And I said, I know somebody that can help. And I looked at him and I said, his name is Jesus. And of course, we follow the steps that we are required to follow. Make sure these students get the proper help that they need. But life this day is tough. But life has always been tough, even if we'll read it in the scripture. Sometimes we seem overwhelmed by enemy forces and that we're outnumbered. But we're not the first to have these struggles. People say it's never been worse in our country. But to be honest, I'm not real sure how that statement is true because when I can look back and I can read what's in this scripture and I can see the stuff that they faced and I know that when King Jesus went to the cross that he took on every single sin of this world. But it's always been there. The hard part now is the context has changed. We have this fantastic thing called social media where people walk around I don't even have mine. It's, it's down there somewhere, I guess. Uh, computers in their pockets. But kids are mean. There's no way around it. And we were all there at once. You know, you can put on what you think is the nicest shirt that you own. You can walk into school, be there 38 seconds, and some kid will look at you and say, that's the ugliest shirt I've ever saw. And man, your day, you just let it just... And I don't know, maybe the same thing can happen at your place of work. But the enemy is out to destroy us. But we can't let him. we got to look right at him and just be fearless. And that's hard. And I'm speaking to you firmly planted, knowing how real and how tough that is, is I've got two daughters. And they look at me, and I'm supposed to be the daddy. It's supposed to be fearless. You know, you hear that dark <laughs> bang outside in the middle of the night. Dad, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Go look. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know. But having two girls, you know, they expect me to be fearless. And that's a tough road to feel sometimes. Even when it comes to attempting to show them in the scripture where things are and where it's found. And when they ask me these questions, you know, sometimes man, they'll hit me with a question like, uh, I don't know, let's go find out. And we'll go look. Because I definitely do not have all the answers. But living in this day and time can be tough. But we're called to be just like Elisha and be fearless. The times we live in nowadays is when people run and post behind a screen. When something isn't going well or they're mad at somebody, Because that's the easy thing to do. Most of the time, the, the generation that I'm blessed to be uh, attempting to help, the students, carrying on a conversation can be tough sometimes. Because if it's not in a text or on a screen, they, 
How do I respond? And it's just getting worse and worse and worse to go that way. But I can either dwell on it or I can ask the Lord to give me more wisdom to continue to be able to reach him through that stuff. Because it's so easy to run a high behind a screen and somebody just ramble and rant and rave and say whatever they want. But when you look at somebody face to face and attempt to discuss things, it gets hard. Anybody can run and hide. But to be fearless is what we're called to be. A man's panic does not produce God's power. Ignorance is a great way for the enemy to invade our community. You know, a lot of times I, I really think when people are offered whatever it might be, ignorance plays a great role. They don't know how bad it's going to mess them up. They just do it because they want to be cool. And that's all they know at that time. Elisha's saying, we should pray before we post. We should pray before we go. Elisha points to something bigger than the immediate enemy. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. The great thing about it is, man, we've got the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords on our side. And if we just say the name Jesus, all those glorious demons, man, they tremble. If we tell Satan to get gone in the name of Jesus, he's got to go. And I like it. I like to know that my Heavenly Father is fearless. I like to know that I can put one foot in front of the other. And no matter what somebody thinks about me, it really don't matter. They say, be your clothes don't match. Most of the time they don't if it wasn't for my wife. So that's okay. As long as you're clean, I don't care. But you know, I've tried to start doing a little bit more as far as getting in shape around because the doctor said, hey, you know, you need to almost 40, 40s next year, let's go, you got to get to moving. I said, yeah, whatever. He said, no, really? I said, okay. So I try to listen to him. I gained five pounds this week. I don't know what the deal is. So I'm attempting to look at this and be fearless, thinking, man, what's the deal? I'm doing something wrong. But uh, Elisha teaches us the presence of trouble does not probe the absence of God. But it provides an opportunity for people of God to prove in the darkness what we proclaim in the light. So let's not be afraid. Let the light shine. There was a shirt. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was wore this week at Anderson County High School. And it was a black t-shirt. Uh, had a picture of a church on it. And then it was outlined in white all the way around it. And it was flames. And at the bottom of the t-shirt, it said, stay lit. And I start getting these pictures of this shirt. I got students, can you believe this? Can I'm getting, my phone starts blowing up. I'm like, what in the world is going on? I look at this shirt. And the young man's crying out for some attention. He wants some help. And it's our job to be fearless. And I just happened to be reading this scripture and when one of the students texted me and I said, do me a favor. I said, I'm sure he's probably had a hundred people take his picture of the shirt today with the church being on fire on this t-shirt. I said, go up to him and tell him, thank you. He's like, do what? 
this is in the text. I said, go up to him and tell him thank you. And he's like, Brad, have you lost your mind? Maybe you don't see this picture. I said, just go tell him thank you. He's like, okay. He's like, then what? And I said, when he looks at you and he says, for what? I said, just tell him for the simple reminder that it is the church's job to stay lit. It is the church's job to be the light in a dark world. And that you needed that reminder today and that you greatly appreciate it. And he said, seriously. <laughs> and I texted him the scripture. I said, I'm walking with you in spirit. I can't be there. But I'll pray for you right now. Go do it. And he said, okay. And he went and did it. And he texted me and he said, Brad. The young man looked at me and did not know what to do. I said, well, you praise the Lord that you just planted a seed or watered a seed. And now we'll pray that God's going to give some increase. And he said, but that's all I had to do. I said, now let God take over and watch what he does. And that's what we got to do. When it's staring at us right in the face and we don't know what to do. Let's let God do what he does and deliver the message right on time. Sometimes what not to do is more important than what to do. Sometimes we just got to be still and listen and see what God's telling us to do next. And I don't know about you, but sometimes that's hard. I like to go. I like to be on the move. I like to bounce around. I don't know where my youngest daughter gets it from. Her mom, I guess. But that's me. Sometimes I struggle just to be still. Where are you at today? Don't be afraid is one of the most repeated commands in the Bible. There must be something that God knows about fear that we don't know. We're in the state of fear. We can't fix anything. When we're in a state of fear, we can't talk about anything. When we're in a state of fear, we can't solve anything. Elisha provides a counterexample in the midst of all that fear and says, Don't do it. Don't do it. So we shall not fear. Elisha said, It's not real if you only see what's on the surface and you can't fix the source. You know, so many times we live in a world, I guess I'll have to give Krispy Kreme some props right now because I love me some donuts. They're fantastic. But when that hot now sign, <laughs> I want them hot now. I don't want them yesterday. I want them things melting in my mouth. And that's the world we live in. We want it yesterday. I know there's been many a times that I've probably went through a drive through after a practice or a ball game or or something, and I pull up and I'm sitting there thinking, man, this would be a great place for whatever restaurant that is because you got to sit and wait. Sometimes that could be God slowing me down because maybe something's about to happen out in front of me I don't know about. And I just need to be thankful that I'm waiting. And it's tough. I'm guilty because I like to go. I don't always like to be still. And I will say, I praise the Lord that Wayne had a good week this week. I'm ready for him to be back. <laughs> he does a lot. 
And I'm thankful for all of you all. Because while we have been here, been blessed to be here, we've been blessed to see a lot of Elisha in action, if you will. A lot of fearless moments. A lot of doors that we've had to walk through that maybe we didn't have the answers to or where this was coming from or where that was coming from or just like starting a brand new he we worship this morning. You know, we're thinking, where are we going to find the people to work? And God just works it out. It doesn't mean we don't need help. But he's always right on time. So I thank you for being the church that God has called us to be. Because what I see in front of me are the hands and feet of Jesus. We're not just a building. It's the people that offers a smile. Or sticks out a hand and just says, can I pray for you? We're not called to have all the answers. We're just called to go. As they come forward, I'm going to read verse 16 again. And it says, so he answered, do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Elisha was not afraid. I have no idea what you're tackling at your job, in school. But who will we be like? For every one of us that are still breathing, now is our time. God has called us for this moment to stand. And I ask, if man, if you're a prayer warrior, keep them coming. It's getting tougher and tougher. Used to be able to be able to get them, throw some food out, and middle schoolers would show up. Now it's getting harder and harder. So I ask that you join me. If you don't have anything in this world to pray about, I ask that you remember me so I can reach them. Because I want them. I want them here. I don't care what they look like. I don't care what they smell like. They're going to be raw sometimes. And that's where we just got to step in and love them. Yeah.